Hello and salam. Welcome to Muslim Viewpoint, a new podcast series powered by American Muslim Today, a groundbreaking nonprofit digital newspaper with champions civic engagement. AMT informs and empowers the diverse voices of almost 30 million Muslims here in the US and other Western countries. I'm Rafat Malik. I'm AMT's editor-in-chief. And today we have an interview with New York-based Dr. Uzma Saeed, who serves as the founding president of the Eid Holiday Coalition, a non-profit which advocates for the two Muslim Eid holidays to be added to the school calendar across the country. She also gives her insights on efforts by members of New Jersey's East Brunswick Muslim community who are currently presenting their case in front of the district's board of directors to get parity with other religious holidays which are recognized, including Christmas, of course, and even Diwali. She spoke to our reporter, Maya Gela. Um, I think, you know, there has been uh, a growing number of Muslim Americans um, over the past, uh, you know, many decades. And especially recently, we've seen that the American Muslim community is thriving. We are a fabric of our communities. We contribute so much to society at large, uh, both within and outside of the school communities. So it's only uh, pertinent and relevant that students, Muslim American students, feel like they have this sense of belonging within their school environment in addition to their uh, home base and their home communities. Um, by having the recognition of Eid holidays, students really do feel that sense of belonging um, that their other peers and their classmates have. And uh, by celebrating our diversity, you know, the schools uh, themselves are sending a strong message um, to all of their students that they value you, you know, diversity and inclusion and celebrate each one of their students and supports all of their students. Um, so I think this is a trend, you know, we've got over 3.45 million Muslim Americans, we've got, you know, billions of Muslims across the world. And, uh, you know, there's two um, high holy days for Muslims, um, you know, on the calendar. And, you know, given that so many uh, Americans uh, celebrate, you know, Christmas and um, Hanukkah, and there's so many other holidays um, that people are celebrating and, and that school districts traditionally recognize um, and are able to give students off for, I think it's it's uh, very reasonable um, and timely uh, that the schools now recognize Eid um, across the country to allow students to be able to really practice their faith with their families. You know, students, uh, unfortunately, are constantly pulled into this um, uh, push-pull momentum between having to choose between their faith and their education. Um, and it's, uh, you know, really high time now that um, students have the opportunity to fully um, celebrate with their families without having the repercussions um, and the consequences of uh, falling behind uh, in their academics. Right. Um, and a perfect note to end on, um, at least rise to my next question, which is, you know, right to your point of students having to miss class um, because those holidays are not excused for them specifically in the calendar. So but then you have the struggle from school boards who are also trying to meet the district's um, requirements for the amount of days that our students are in school. However, um, other schools surrounding the East Brunswick district have added the e-holidays to their calendar. So um, should the school district really, you know, prioritize these days and listen to these parents' concerns? Absolutely. Um, I think what you mentioned before is um, very valid. And I think that's all that the school district really needs to see is, you know, since um, I would say 20 
2013, 2014, there's been a lot of advocacy going on for the addition of Eid holidays. Um, New York City schools, the largest school district um, in the country, in the state rather, uh, had Eid holidays approved. Following that, we had tons of school districts across Long Island. We've been very active in helping school districts in New York and out of uh, the state as well across the country. We recently worked with Paramus as well. And there's over 25 school districts in New Jersey alone that have already um, accepted uh, Eid as an official school district holiday. So what that says in itself is that there is a way to make it work. And all these school districts have to follow the same formula and the same requirements within uh, the state to meet the uh, requirements of uh, days that they have to be in session for, and all these districts have been able to do it. Um, in Syosset, uh, Long Island, which was the first school district in Long Island to um, accept and approve three addition of three holidays, including both uh, Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha, Diwali and Lunar New Year, they were able to add three additional holidays, four additional um, holiday uh, calendar days uh, without having significant disruption to their calendar. Um, and there are ways to do it and still meet the requirements by uh, that are necessary by the state. Um, so I think if the neighboring districts are doing it, I think it's only um, it only makes sense that um, this school district follows suit as well. And this is they're going to send a song, send a strong message to their school community, to the parents, to the students that they are really embracing and welcoming everyone from every faith. Right. And so how should um, the group of parents effectively go about, um, you know, voicing their concerns and making sure that the district listens to them? So I think this is um, uh, something that's very, very important. And we've seen parents in that community specifically come out and attend board meetings and um, show their advocacy and, uh, you know, really voice their concerns. And I think it's really important. And we see this throughout the country as well, where parents um, should continue to stay connected with their school communities. They should be involved um, at every level, you know, whether it be the class level, the PTA level, uh, board level, um, being a member of the community, an active member of the community, which most Muslim Americans are. It's just you need to become more and more visible and you should voice these concerns to the school board. The school boards are there essentially to work for the community. Um, and, you know, they should really listen to the voices of the community because this is exactly what the community wants and this is what the community needs. Um, so essentially the administration, the school boards should all be looking for ways to support not just the students, but also the parents and the, the community members. So it's really important that the parents um, have that communication with their school boards, with their superintendents, attend the board meetings, um, and, you know, really rally and petition for the addition of these holidays. Yeah. Um, and so then, now I kind of want to talk to you more about specifically your organization, um, the Eid Coalition. So if you could tell me maybe if you have had any similar experience um, to this, you know, concerning school districts or, you know, just kind of anything really. Absolutely. Um, so the Eid Holiday Coalition um, was conceived uh, in late 2016, uh, early 2017. And since then, we have been working um, diligently to really help uh, empower 
communities um, to get ETH holidays approved as official school district holidays. We have been really successful throughout Long Island, New York, throughout New York State, and within the country as well, where we've worked with school districts um, in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, such as Trady Friend. We've worked with large school districts in Virginia, such as Prince William County. Um, we've worked with school districts within uh, New York State and other areas um, uh, near Syracuse, such as Jamesville, uh, DeWitt. And, um, you know, we've had a lot of successes, and this is because we have the formula um, to make this work. And, you know, essentially, we enable parents and community members and students and children to really be involved in the process and to really connect with their school community and really bridge that gap so that, you know, the faculty, the administrators, um, the community members can see the relevance of uh, these holidays, what it means to the children, um, how it impacts them. And, um, and you know, with the empowerment of these community members, we've really seen a beautiful growth between the Muslim American community and their school communities. Um, and we've seen tremendous reward in this. And, you know, we've had a lot of successes. There's been some challenges in, in some districts, obviously, and it's a work in progress. We have some districts that approve it um, on the first go, and they have a small Muslim American uh, community population, but they feel very strongly about diversity and inclusion and support for all their students um, and they believe strongly in that so then they support it and pass it and we've had districts who have a large uh, representation of students that are um, Muslim American and they have not passed it but then on the second attempt or the third attempt or the fourth attempt um, they do end up passing it so you know it really is um, a beautiful thing to see the communities come together and uh, work closely with their school communities. Um, yeah. And so you said you mentioned you work with some districts before. Um, so what does that usually look like? What is that process? What do you guys do? How do you engage? So essentially, um, school districts and community members in different school districts reach out to us uh, when they're seeking to have the Eid holiday approved. We share all of our protocol, all of our paperwork, all of the logistics. Um, you know, we sort of do a, a training um, session with them and go over the logistics on how to get started, how does this work, and how to really give them the tools that are necessary to make this a success. We also just guide them along the way um, as, you know, questions arise as they're attending uh, different board meetings and as they're having these correspondences with their board members, with the community members, um, and we continue to guide them along the way and answer their questions and and make sure that this can be a success for them um, and troubleshoot, you know, in, in different ways. And again, a lot of it is providing support, you know, if they're not successful the first time, you know, we reinforce that this is, you know, it's a, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint, uh, you know, so, you know, the, those kind of things. And then, you know, having the, sharing the success stories is really, really helpful. And the most important thing is, you know, having that representation by the students, because this is really who all of this initiative and this work is for. So we continue to have the students engaged with the community and the students um, show up at the board meetings. They talk about what Eid means to them, what Ramadan means to them, and how important uh, the acceptance of this holiday on the school calendar is for them and what it really means to them. Yeah. So can you tell me about some of the successes and then some about about some of the uh, pushback that you've had in your um, advocating? Yeah, absolutely. So as I mentioned before, um, you know, in the first year we had 
many districts that approved. And a lot of times it would be districts that are neighboring to each other. And if one district approves then the next district, you know, kind of follow suits. But then again, the demographics are different in each district and each school board is different. Some districts are challenging because they have more than one school board. So you have to petition to the high school board, the middle school, the elementary board. So it is a cumbersome project. Um, and it is, you know, it does take a lot of time. So again, you have to remember that everybody's volunteering, the parents are volunteering their time, the community members are volunteering their time. So sometimes it becomes very challenging, especially if you have multiple boards that you have to deal with. So it has to be a unanimous decision. So those are some of the hurdles. Some some of the school districts just have the one school board, so it becomes a little bit easier. Um, you know, the largest school district, like I mentioned, New York City, you know, the boroughs fell under one umbrella. Long Island, for example, we have, you know, hundreds, over 100 school districts, and each district has to be um, approached individually. So, you know, that becomes a little bit challenging where you can't just have it uniformly approved, same as New Jersey, same as other states. Um, so, again, the districts, it's very individual. Um, the dynamics are very individual in each district. So some have been easier than others. Um, and some of the challenges often are just from you know, it being a new process, um, uh, you know, there may be lack of awareness, you know, what does this really actually mean? And a lot of it is just promoting education and having that conversation between uh, the boards and the faculty and the school community and the children um, that are affected by this to really bring that level of awareness of what this time of year really means to Muslim American students, how, you know, the whole Holy month of Ramadan, the significance of it, and the two um, Eid holidays that are celebrated by Muslims throughout the country and throughout the world. Um, and, you know, we end up having, with continued engagement, we end up having more and more success stories. Right. And then so, um, if any, what has the pushback been like? So the pushback is usually just focused around um, making sure that we're meeting all of the requirement uh, days by the state that the school has to be in session, which again, then we have, you know, the the answers to that, the counter to that, that we have many school districts that are able to do that, whether it be with addition of uh, superintendent days, um, you know, there's lots of different ways of going about it while still preserving the holidays, because sometimes the pushback that we get is that nobody wants to shorten any of their uh, breaks, you know, whether it be winter break or spring break, you know, people want to keep those intact. And we have been able to do that successfully successfully uh, for so many years. So that's another thing that we just, you know, show the evidence of all the other districts that are able to do that without sacrificing any of the holidays. Um, and then we also, you know, educate them how the dates vary, the holidays vary based on uh, every year because it's based on the lunar calendar. Um, so, you know, there are going to be times when the holidays will fall on the weekend. So it won't affect, you know, that calendar year as much. You know, so we say there's easy calendar years and there's more difficult calendar years where many of the holidays can fall on the school calendar. And there'll be years where it may be, you know, for the past several years, either other was always in the summer. So it, there was only one holiday that was falling um on the calendar year. So all of these conversations really helps um, the community, the school community to understand, you know, the intricacies of the, the calendar and how it is possible. Um, and then, you know, some of the other pushback is always about, you know, if making exception for one group have to make exceptions for others. And we say that, you know, we welcome um, diversity inclusion for all children, for all the communities. And we have examples 
uh, amazing examples in New York and in other states where all the, the holidays have been added. Similarly, in Virginia, you know, the, there were Jewish holidays that were added. There were um, uh, Diwali was added, Lunar New Year was added, and Eid holidays were added. So, you know, there's no reason why this can't be done when we already have it working in so many districts throughout the country. Right. And then so why is it so important um, to you, you know, to Muslims, to the community to advocate for these um, holidays to be included, to advocate for the community to be included? There's so many reasons uh, why this is so important to uh, American Muslims, uh, you know, just to feel that sense of belonging, just to make sure that people see the value uh, of Muslim Americans, that we are, you know, a part of the fabric of this country. We are, you know, um, hardworking citizens, you know, we are, uh, unfortunately, we've had to deal with a lot of backlash um, and a lot of Islamophobia in the wake of uh, 9-11. Um, and since then, and, and so we have been working very hard to kind of prove ourselves to everybody. And this is just another way where, you know, we can feel accepted. Um, you know, the children really need to feel valued. And I think as the community grows, as the children age, you can see how difficult it becomes on them in uh, the older years, because in high school, their curriculum is so intense where they may not have the luxury of just taking a day off um, and then trying to catch up on their work. They are, you know, so um, affected by this absence and they feel like they are so behind that they don't want to have that academic decline. You know, the stakes are too high for them. So what happens as a result, they end up sacrificing their faith. You know, after fasting for an entire month, they can no longer celebrate and feast with their family. They can't attend prayers with their family. They can't receive the gifts, uh, you know, with their families. They can't, you know, enjoy a nice meal with their families because they're afraid that they're going to fall behind or that they are going to miss an examination. You know, they have these college uh, level courses that they're taking. There's a lot of academic, you know, rigor in uh, in high school. And so we see this very commonly that as the students age, it becomes more and more difficult. And, and we don't think that uh, Muslim American students should have to choose between their academia and their faith. Thank you so much for joining us this week. For me and Maya, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at American Muslim Today. And if you'd like to read more about this story and access more digital content, please feel free to check out our website at AmericanMuslimToday.com. Bye for now. <laughs>